नमो तस् भगवतु अर्हतु सम्मास नमो तस् भगवतु अर्हतु सम्मास नमो तस् भगवतु अर्हतु सम्मासंबुदस्दनंदती पेच नंदती कतपुण्यो पुण्यांगे कथा नंदती नंदती सुगतिंगतो डियर फ्रेंड्स संग सो दिस इज गाता फ्रॉम द दम पद आई थिंक ऑल ऑफ यू हैव हर्ड ऑफ इट एंड मे बी यू नो द स्टोरी बिहाइंड इट बट आई थॉट दैट इट माइट बी ओके टू से इट नाउ अगेन टू रिमाइंड यू ऑफ समथिंग सो First, let me uh, give you the meaning of this uh, verse. Ida nandati. Ida means here, here. While we are here in this world, ida nandati. Nandati means to be happy. Ida nandati brings happiness, or you know, you are happy. Ida nandati. Pecha nandati. That is uh, in the next world, or. it could be next world or it could be the next uh, you know in the future perhaps um pechanandati that is you get, you you you're happy in both worlds you are happy why punyam me kathanti nandati because you feel or you see or you know that you have acquired a lot of merit पुण्यांग मे खतंतिनंदति यू फील यू यू थिंक बीयो नंदति सुगतिंग गतो एंड सपोजिंग वी हैव टू लीव दिस वर्ल्ड एंड गो इनटू अनदर वर्ल्ड एंड यू गो इनटू अ सुगति दैट इज हेवनली वर्ल्ड और इवन इन दिस वर्ल्ड अ सुगति इज अ गुड रीबर्थ सो इफ यू गो इनटू अ गुड रीबर्थ अगेन यू आर हैप्पी दैट इज द मीनिंग ऑफ दिस वर्स I think you you might like to hear the story behind this, would you? Yeah. Uh, so uh, the now you know about Anatha Pindika, isn't that so? Anatha Pindika was the uh, chief lay disciple, chief male lay disciple of the Buddha, and he was so fond of the Buddha and all the Sangha that he was, uh, you know, he did so much for the Sangha. He built the Jetavana. Uh, which which was uh, one of the best monasteries at that time so and he had every day he had either the buddha and the sangha or the sangha alone or uh, and the you know lay people who were poor people he gave alms to all he had a, an alms hall uh, where alms were given you know food food was given to people who needed them also dana was given to the sangha and the buddha 
So, uh, now he had two daughters and a son. Um, one of the daughters, that is the elder one, was married and uh, she uh, her story is also interesting, but anyway, uh, she, <laughs> she, she was in another uh, state where she was, actually she was married to, uh, uh, you know, family which was not, uh, which were not um, believers of the Buddha, right? So, therefore, she was uh, a little um, unhappy about it, but uh, she managed to, now give, to give you briefly, she managed to uh, invite the Buddha and the Sangha to yeah, the home in spite of, you know, their being uh, otherwise and everyone was converted to, <laughs> to, the, to the Dhamma. So, therefore, uh, this whole family, you see, of uh, uh, Anatha Pindika, were, the whole family was uh, such a good family. Mm. That's why they have come into the books, you see, and we even today talk about them. So, the younger girl, uh, now, uh, her name was Chula Sumana. Uh, and Sumana uh, was not married. She didn't marry at all. She helped the father with the, uh, uh, you know, the giving of arms and doing good work and all that. She was a very good follower of the Buddha too and the Dhamma, and she practiced the Dhamma. Uh, she was uh, really, actually, seriously ill. So her father went to see her, um, and near the door she asked Dua, or, you know, daughter, are you happy? Are you okay? Is the pain bearable? You know, like that, she, he asked. Then when, when he asked that, the, this girl answered, uh, the pain is not very uh, bearable, uh, but I can bear it. Uh, and she said, younger brother, that's how she addressed him, younger brother. Mm. Then when, uh, when he heard this, he was really upset because he thought, now this girl must be scared of death and therefore she is now you know, talking nonsense. So he quickly went to the Buddha. And then he asked, told the Buddha this story and said, now he, she called me younger brother. Um, I'm sure she must be afraid of death. Uh, that is why she's, uh, she, she's talking like this. Then the Buddha said, uh, householder, that's how he calls them, isn't it? The Guhapati. Householder, you are a sotapanna, that is a stream enterer, but your daughter is a sakadagami, a, a once returner, right? Uh, yeah. So, uh, once returner. Yes. Yeah. So that is why she called you younger brother. Until now, she never showed you that. She was higher than you. But now that she is uh, leaving this world, she wanted to tell you that how, how she was placed or what she was. Now even in our, uh, you know, in our uh, case, you know, the nuns, uh, the bhikkhunis, there is a 
certain in the Dasadhamma, we have that, isn't that so? Yeah, it says, um, when we are leaving this world, we have to, uh, if we are not, uh, if we, or if we have not attained anything, then we will be, um, we will have to hang our heads uh, in shame. Uh, therefore, uh, you see, when the others ask us, how are you placed? What, what have you attained? Uh, so therefore, we have to strive uh, in order to attain something. So anyway, yeah, that is in the Dasadhamma Sutta. So, uh, then the, when the Buddha said this, he was so happy, you know, Anatha Pindika. He said, I am very happy, Bhante, because I thought that uh, she was talking nonsense. Anyway, when uh, she died and she was born in Tusita heaven. So, uh, that is why it is said that one, when one, someone does good in this world, this, you, 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 now see, uh, when you do something good, now today, there were how many nuns? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of us. And all, all of us were, suddenly we appeared, isn't that so? Or you may have known. <laughs> or you may have known that we were coming anyway. <laughs> so, uh, you prepared a good lunch for us. Dana uh, took the, uh, you know, took pains, took... Uh, a lot of um, time and energy to prepare the dana and then offer it with a lot of faith. You see, so that is a meritorious deed. You know, not everyone can do such things. It, you must have that kind of heart. You must have that kind of uh, inclination, mind to do such things. Otherwise, you would not be staying here. You would not be uh, doing these things. So, uh, giving a dana, Buddha has compared to a war. Because, you see, now, uh, here, we have, uh, there are lots of people who bring dana, who give dana, uh, who prepare it in their homes and bring it. Or they bring the raw materials and give and then... Um, there is somebody to prepare it. So whatever it is, giving a dana is also a meritorious deed. And Buddha has said, this dana, to whomever you give, it could bring merit. But there is a gradation like, you know, supposing you give animals, the merit is not that there is no merit. There is merit. But if you give a uh, uh, you know, uh, bigger, it will be more meritorious. So if you give a, a hungry man, it will be meritorious. And if you give the Sangha, it will be still more meritorious. So therefore, today you have uh, done that, given some kind of, uh, you know, a very good, prepared, well-prepared uh, dana to eight Bhikkhunis, which is a very great act of merit. So, and when you, now giving dana is not only food. Dana can be many, many, you know, it can be done in many ways. Supposing there was someone 
close to you uh, maybe in the next house or uh, somewhere you uh, you hear of someone who is ill and you want to go and then help that person that's also dana and also supposing someone comes to you and wants to talk to you many people i think do, would do anything rather than do that because you see they they cannot uh, wait and listen to another story uh, patiently but i think that is also dana because you see you are relieving that person of some kind of mental stress uh, it is that that makes that person come to you and talk to you so we must be able to uh, you know listen to the story uh, or um, be have compassion enough enough compassion to uh, make that person happier than when that person came to you so uh, uh, these are uh, just not uh, uh, food there are many many other ways of giving dana so um, merit now when you say punya punya is merit you know that punya then the other word is kusala punya and kusala sometimes they are taken as the same but there is a difference now punya means uh, the doing of good but the doing is with the idea of i me and mine i am doing this uh, i am doing this for this person so when the i and the you are there uh, naturally there is the self so when the, the self is there it is punya so therefore what happens with the self you go into another birth but when we uh, can do it's not easy when we can do things uh, without the idea of self then it becomes punya well, i'm sorry it becomes kusala kusala is when we do things with the idea of attaining nibbana because we have got disenchanted with this world disenchanted with everything that does not mean that you are you know you have given up and you have to take to a robe or uh, you have to go on to a forest or somewhere what it means is that you understand the reality of this existence now very often what happens is we all the time we have that idea of i me and mine and then when we do things we do with that that idea i am doing it so it's not easy to uh, let go of that isn't that so it's all due to our wrong perception um, sometimes now when we have a headache or when we have a pain in some part of the body uh, we feel that uh, that this body is giving us uh, this kind of uh, uh, suffering but we look at the body and see that suffering is in one part of the body the rest of the body is okay so therefore our uh this dislike goes to that part of the body where the suffering is 
say it is a headache. Then uh, the suffering is there. So therefore, what we should do is to get rid of this idea of self. We have to think of this body not as a mind and not as one whole thing, but try to uh, see the body as it is. Uh, and if we can do that, we can uh, get rid of this idea of self. So, uh, but when I say this, you must not think that merit is something that is low or that, some, that it is something that we should not uh, do. Merit is also necessary. Buddha has said it. Buddha has in fact said, uh, I think he, in the uh, Sangyutta Nikaya and in the Anguttara uh, Nikaya, both you find that um, uh, he talks about dana, And then he says, uh, if you only know how good it is to give what you have to another with a happy feeling, then it brings you happiness much more than even the person who has got it. So, uh, he explains it in many, many ways, how right through life, right through his sansaric journey, he did uh, many meritorious works by giving dana. And in his, uh, uh, even when he is talking, uh, when he gives a sermon, he starts with dana. Dana, then he goes on to the next step. Sealer. With, we, now, when we are uh, used to giving, we give with a good heart, we give compassionately, we give with the idea of helping the other person, uh, and we give leaving aside three of our defilements that is, loba, dosa, and moha. Loba is the greediness or stinginess or, uh, you know, a craving and dosa is ill will or um, anger and all the other uh, things associated with it. Ill will and moha is delusion. So instead of these three, it's aloba, adosa and amoha. That is without these three bad um, defilements, when we give, we give with a good heart. So now the Buddha says that first we must practice giving because giving is the easiest thing actually when you see. Uh, that is for those people who like to do, the, do it. Anyway, now once you have started that, then you feel like getting into the next step. That is sealer. What is sealer? Sealer for the lay people, it is just the five precepts. How easy it is, isn't that? So only five precepts. Uh, you know the five precepts. I don't have to tell you. But uh, if you can keep the five precepts well, that is sila and that is virtue and that is enough for your next rebirth to be a sagga, a sugati, you know, a good place of rebirth. So therefore, sila, now you know that for, the, for us, it's 311. 
and uh, our uh, 348. Three, <laughs> there you are. <laughs> 348. So, uh, much more than ours also. So, therefore, it's not easy to uh, think of sealer. But anyway, sealer is the next step. So, when you have practiced dana and when you have practiced sealer, then you come to the next step of samadhi. What is samadhi? Samadhi is meditation. Uh, so, actually samadhi is either samatha meditation that is uh, absorption or uh, samatha meditation that is concentration meditation or insight meditation. Either way, you uh, reach a certain samadhi that is a certain state of mind where your mind becomes calm, tranquil and uh, where you can uh, go to the next step of seeing reality as it is. Reality as it is. Yoniso manasikara. Reality as it is. That is, to we, we normally don't see reality, do we? Now, uh, for instance, now let me see. Uh, now, this is a cup. You Now, if I show it to you, you will say, it's a cup, isn't it? Yeah? Cup. But actually, what is it? Actually, what is it? If you go to see it, some kind of metal. And this part is, I think, uh, plastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the real truth is different, isn't it? From what we see. Because we have certain concepts. Now, if you look at that uh, picture... What do you see? The picture. What do you see? White Tara and some Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. That's right. Bodhisattva. But actually what? Some paint? Right? Yes, some paint. So that is why uh, we don't see reality as it is. So <laughs> when once we see reality through the Samadhi, it's possible to see reality and when we see reality then it is possible to see ourselves as we are what are we made of the four elements what are we made of the four elements and there are three characteristics in these four elements what are the three characteristics impermanence isn't that so mm -hmm. anicca dukkha anatta Impermanence, suffering or unsatisfactoriness and non-self. So it is through the samadhi that we have to see these three things. And unless we see these three as they are, it is not possible for us to think of Nibbana. So therefore, uh, let us all aspire to see the truth as it is, reality, in this life itself. Because Buddha has said, if we can see this reality, we will definitely be able to attain Nibbana. Nibbana is not a place, as you know that. Um, Nibbana is not a uh, heaven or any place in, on earth or uh, in the universe. Where is it? Where is Nibbana? It's here. So, when we have... Uh, 
got rid of our defilements. So, when we have got rid of all our defilements, we can uh, see reality as it is. And uh, let us all hope to attain Nibbana in this life itself. Thank you.